Well, hey friends, and welcome to another episode of the Revelation Wellness Podcast. I am your host, Elisa Keaton, and always so thrilled to get to do this unique podcast with you. Uh, Today, I want to remind you that you have 11 weeks left if you want to do the Labor Day 5K with us. Remember, on Labor Day, we will be doing a virtual 5K as an organization. Uh, we'll, you'll be hearing more about it and maybe the intention of that day. But on Labor Day, we're just saying, hey, let's head out our front door collectively as the body of Christ, move our feet for three miles, and we will have some intention coming for you too regarding that day. So how fun would that be to be trained up for that? We have our couch to 5K. If you haven't looked into it, swipe up and find out more. This is a quote from Adrienne, and she says, I'm almost through my first week of the Revelation Wellness Couch to 5K program. This has blessed me tremendously so far, and I get to continue on for nine more weeks. I'm loving the coaching in my ear as I push myself. The scripture, word pictures that Elisa creates that cheer me on and fuel my spirit and the feeling of accomplishment that it is creating in me. It is hard, but a good heart and a rewarding heart. And as I show up every day and practice obedience to the Lord regarding my health and wellness, I'm training for transformation. Yes, you are, Adrian. Thank you so much. I love you guys how she says there that it gets to, I get to, that she gets to show up and do this. That is when you know you're living healthy, whole, and free in your body. All right, so you have 11 weeks. If you want to train, now would definitely be the time because it is a 10-week training program. Swipe up and find out more. I hope you will enjoy today's podcast, and I will talk to you guys soon. Peace. Getting the playlist going in three, two, one, play. All right, today we have an endurance. It just means move your feet. <laughs> Feel your breath. Your intensity is the intensity you want to choose for today. Everything's a get to. Remember that. Everything's a get to. And I'm just going to be straight up with you, okay? Straight up. Honestly, I was thinking about praying about what today, what do our bodies need, what do our minds need, what is our connectivity to God, ourself, and others need, and I i don't think I've ever done a podcast like this. I don't think I've ever done one, any revving the word, and we are doing it on confession. Confession. So God, here we are, grateful that you are approachable, God that we can boldly approach you, God, that Jesus made a way for that. So we thank you for that. We're so grateful. And God, we don't, we don't want to become so proud to think that we aren't in need of a washing, a cleansing, that if there's anything in us, anything, God, that is a stumbling block for you to come in. We want it removed. We want your eyes to see. We have ears to hear. So speak, we're listening. Confession, God. (laughs) 
help us to see this as such an exalted thing that you give grace to the humble, that you exalt those who can take a knee. And in this time on the earth, God, we need you. We need you. And we know that you are holy and whole. You are set apart. So cleanse us, God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right. Now I'm just going to be straight with you. I expect, I fully expect your flesh to kick against this because I read it and I kicked against it. Not to say that I'm some big meter of holiness, but I felt it. And I know that it is my heart to have my ear to the ground, to hear the footsteps of the king coming. That's my desire. Whatever he's saying, I want to say. Wherever he's going, I want to go. And I, I say that with my mouth. But when there are things in God's word that pull out of me an obstinate, uh, well, it's not that bad. <laughs> and can I just say, first thing sin does, justifies. Well, it's not that bad. <laughs> I'm not as bad as them. Come on. The minute we do that, we're separating from ourselves. <laughs> we're separated from the source of true love, where there's no shame. So as I read today, and we Lectio Divina this, we're, gonna, we're just going to go before the Lord with some confession. So here's the thing. Mark this podcast. Because for some of you, you're in real-time confession. You know you have fallen short. You know it. You maybe did it with your husband, your kids, your spouse, your wife, at work. And something ugly came out of you. You didn't think you were capable of that anymore, and you did it. Okay, awesome. And there's some of you that are like, I'm good. <laughs> Let me just tell you. For anyone who can say, I'm good, if you don't think there's something for you to learn, you already got it wrong. Okay? So God, humble us. On a scale of 1 to 10, I want you to be um, 7. 1 being laying in bed, eyes open, breathing. 10, we're not even going to go to today. I want you to get up towards a 7. Maybe an 8. Lactic acid, keep it away because I need your mind open. Open your mind. Yes. This is Psalm 51. Psalm 51. The tra Passion Translation version, guys. So I want to read it in a version you've never heard before. Sometimes that's what we need. It's always great. Look at different translations of any verse. Psalm 51, it's titled, Pardon and Purity. For the pure and shining one, a prayer of confession when the prophet Nathan exposed King David's adultery with Bathsheba. Ooh. Exposed. The prayer of confession 
for when we're exposed. For the pure and shining one. Is that you? I hope so. All right, here we go. I'll read the whole thing. Let it fall on you. Or I'm just going to read six verses. We're only going to Lectio Divina six verses. And God, give me mercy from your fountain of forgiveness. I know your abundant love is enough to wash away my guilt. Because your compassion is so great, take away this shameful guilt of sin. Forgive the full extent of my rebellious ways and erase this deep stain on my conscience. For I am so ashamed. I feel such pain and anguish within me. I can't get away from the sting of my sin against you, Lord. Everything I did, I did right in front of you. For you saw it all. Against you, and you above all, have I sinned. Everything you say to me is infallibly true, and your judgment conquers me. Lord, I've been a sinner from birth, from the moment my mother conceived me. I know that you delight to set your truth deep in my spirit. So come into the hidden places of my heart and teach me wisdom. This is the word of the Lord. All right, here we go. For the pure and shining one. Oh, for the choir masters. For the ones who glitter from afar. This is a polish. Cleanse. Let's do this. I'm going to read the verse. Let it fall on you. Then I'm going to ask you, what's the verse saying to you? What's God's word saying to you? It can be anything. Anything. Let your mind go anywhere. Holy Spirit. We bind up every other voice. <laughs> Empower and take control of our imagination. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, so be free to let the Spirit search you. Tell you, the Word will tell you something. And then you're going to respond in conversation with the Lord, with the Word. And then... <laughs> That's good. Let it roll. And then you're going to take recourse, a new direction. That being said, it's when Jesus can say, but your will be done, Father. What is God's will for your life? What's that new direction you're going to set your face like flint on? Here we go. First one. God, give me mercy from your fountain of forgiveness. I know your abundant love is enough to wash away my guilt. What's the word 
saying to you, God, give me mercy from your fountain of forgiveness. I know your abundant love is enough to wash away my guilt. to say talk about with the Lord God give me mercy from your fountain of forgiveness I know your abundant love is enough to wash away my guilt What is the new direction? <laughs> what is it? What's the truth that you will stand on? Where is the lordship of God in your life? Use your mouth. Everyone, I need you to use your mouth. Even if you're just mumbling, but it's brain science. When you say new things while you're moving your body, it will change you. So make a declaration of truth. Let's just do that today. Our last action is to make a declaration of truth. Maybe it's, <laughs> I'm going to dance in the fountain of forgiveness. It's where you'll always be found. What is it? Make a statement. Good. By the way, maybe this will motivate you to use your mouth. When you talk, you increase your VO2 max. <laughs> yeah. Verse 2. Because your compassion is so great, take away this shameful guilt of sin. Forgive the full extent of my rebellious ways and erase this deep stain on my conscience. Okay, what do you need? What is the word saying to you? Because your compassion is so great, take away this shameful guilt of sin. Forgive the full extent of my rebellious ways and erase this deep stain on my conscience. All right, what do you want to say back? It can be anything. Be honest. 
what is the new path. Make a declaration around it. I will, I am, God is, put it, whatever, fill in the blank. just want to remind us that whoever looks to him is not put to shame. <laughs> so here's, it's not possible. <laughs> well, it's possible, but it's not the possibility of heaven to do a new thing in you. If you're still thinking stuck, believing stuck, if your focus is still on the bad. Change your gaze to what's good, what's excellent, what's noble, what's true, what's praiseworthy. And that's what we do in confession. We stop running away from ourselves, from the situation, we stop denying. Listen, whatever's uncomfortable in your life, pay attention. We don't run from discomfort. There's something behind that discomfort that God's saying, come near, let's talk. Because there's no fear in his love. There's no sin in his love. There's no shame. There's no obstinance. There's no pride. crazy thing is when we come to God in confession, he's proud of us. It's like we, our pride's gone and he picks it up and goes, oh, I'm so proud of you. You are a mighty man of valor. You are a mighty woman of valor. I knew you could do this. let me erase this deep stain on your conscience. Verse 3. For I am so ashamed. I feel such pain and anguish within me. I can't get away from the sting of my sin against you, Lord. Everything I did, I did right in front of you. You saw it all. Y'all need to feel it. What's the word saying to you? such pain and anguish within me. I can't get away from the sting of my sin against you, Lord. Everything I did, I did right in front of you, for you saw it all. 
What do you need to say? ashamed. I feel such pain and anguish within me. I can't get away from the sting of my sin against you, Lord. Everything I did, I did it right in front of you, for you saw it all. What's the declaration? true and your judgment conquers me what's the word saying to you your father. Above all have I sinned. Everything you say to me is infallibly true, and your judgment conquers me. What is the declaration? The truth. job. Verse 5. Lord, I have been a sinner from birth from the moment my mother conceived me. Lord, say it with me. I have been a sinner from birth from the moment my mother conceived me. What's the word saying? Is all the great 
greatest kings and presidents Are pawns on a chessboard In the palm of his hand He shuffles them about What do you need to say to him? And he orders their stand Lord, I've been a sinner from birth And we already from the moment know My mother conceived me The strongest enemy He never wins And what was meant for then is for today Don't let the blood poured out be in vain What do you want to declare? What truth? Cover yourself in your confession Lord, I've been a sinner from birth. From the moment my mother conceived me. There's a well overflow. What's true? And still she is searching for water. And we have access to the greatest victory. But waiting Verse 6, final verse. I know that you delight to set your truth deep in my spirit. So come into the hidden places of my heart. Teach me wisdom. What's the word saying? this again y'all I need you to see word pictures think in pictures here's a tip TIP think in pictures hear this word coming to you make it true for your life I know that you delight to set your truth deep in my spirit so come into the hidden places of my heart and teach me wisdom what do you want to say delight to set your truth deep in my spirit so come come into the hidden places of my heart teach me wisdom this is David you guys the greatest king the greatest warrior of all time marching on his knees I know you delight to set your truth deep in my spirit so come into the hidden places of my heart and teach me wisdom What's your declaration?
God comes to the hidden places of my heart and teaches me wisdom. God comes to the hidden places of my heart and teaches me wisdom. Keep saying it as you move your feet. God comes into the hidden places of my heart and teaches me wisdom. Open all the doors. Open all the doors. Let the light in. Let the air in. Breathe. God comes into the hidden places of my heart and teaches me wisdom. for the pure and shining one. Now here's the thing, cooling down, whatever you want. We got about, oh, seven minutes together. Do what you want, let it be, let it be what it is, what it is. Let it be real for you. Now again, some of you, if this just didn't feel true for you, like didn't do something, it's okay, you're not falling, you're not failing, you're where you're at today. But do you agree that you need confession and repentance? It's a lifestyle. <laughs> and I'm telling you, <laughs> I'm living proof that the more you walk in confession and repentance, the more that you have the lens in life to say, everything's teaching me something. Everything's my teacher. Everything. Not to shame me, but to give me exactly what we just said, wisdom. Wisdom. It's how everything in the world works because of wisdom. God is wise. He knows. And he wants to give it to you. So every day, everything is teaching us something. Disciples are learners. The word disciple means a learner. And I just believe that's why God loved David so much. He was a learner. He wasn't perfect. And you can't, you can't find a perfect one in the Bible. If you do, it's one sentence. We don't know much about him. But wherever the Bible shares the Old Testament, even the New Testament, prior to the Holy Spirit, shares stories of people that they really wanted God. They believed it but they would, they'd make a mistake. They would live more in their flesh and skin than in heaven's home of the spirit. Remember the Old Testament? They didn't have the Holy Spirit like we do. Now it did say in the Old Testament that the spirit of the Lord would come upon people and change them into another man. I love that. And that spirit is with us now. 
all the time. So we can always have confession because confession is the first thing. Repentance means that you want to do something new. Confession is I'm now saying something new. I'm confessing it. You got me, Lord. You got me. Because you've known every day of my life. It says it. Everything I did, I did right in front of you, for you saw it all. He sees it all. And that doesn't make him some lurker, creepy. (laughs) He's like the bodyguard. He's your bodyguard. He watches, he surveils. He wants to get you to the destination. And you're going to get banged up and bruised. You don't come out unscathed. But if you know that you've been dinged a bit, tarnished, then this prayer for the pure and shining one, that God's fountain of forgiveness is always flowing. Don't you love that? It's a fountain of forgiveness. He doesn't turn, you guys, I have a fountain here in my house. I love it. Sound of the water, it does something. And that's true, it's called, I think it's Blue Science. There's a book called something about blue waters or, oh, I can't remember. It's about the science of water. It just brings refreshment and restoration the sound of it, the sight of it, the touch of it. So God's fountain of forgiveness, always flowing. Here at my house, I turn mine off to save energy, to save power, keep the electric bill down. God's fountain of forgiveness, always, always flowing. You have that picture of a big fountain, like maybe it's in Paris, I've never been, but I've seen it where kids are playing in the fountain, (laughs) it just beckons you, come on in. Take your shoes off. I see you. Let's get you cleaned up. Let's get you cooled down. He's not tapping his toe and saying, say the magic word and I'll turn the fountain on. The fountain is on. washes away our guilt forgives our rebellious ways erases the deep stain of my conscience hear that right now come on some of you need to find some water jump in the pool and erase the deep stain on your conscience the enemy plays the tape over and over and over and over he writes on the walls tries to keep it in front of your conscience. God's fountain of forgiveness. That water cleans away stains. You don't have to scrub. You just got to soak. Erase the deep stain on our conscience, God. And here's next step. Once you receive forgiveness, you now give forgiveness. That's what total freedom is. Jesus himself says, if you don't forgive your brothers I can't forgive you 
That's where we'll fold our arms and say, well, it's not my fault. I didn't do anything wrong. No. And listen, it's a process. It's not a one and done. You need forgiveness every day. They need forgiveness every day. And slowly you start to realize, I live more in the fountain of forgiveness than I do in the dry desert of sin. Even though it's dry, I can get wet. Feeling pain and anguish within ourselves. You gotta feel it. This verse for I'm so ashamed, I feel such pain and anguish in me. You guys, let it do its work. Let pain do its work. Remember, the enemy shames you. It doesn't come from God, but God goes, okay, I can use that. We can use that as fire on the altar. It's wood for the fire. Burn it. Shame. Feel it. And then you turn shame. <laughs> Metabolize that thing. And it becomes the rocket fuel for your destiny. We've been sinners from birth. From the moment our mothers conceived us. So it's not even our mother's fault. It's not. It's just... Satan, it's the enemy. And we listened to his suspicions and his doubts. Remember, Satan once had what we have. He's mad, but he thinks he can get it. He thinks he can win this thing. Why? Because he sees people building altars to their pain and shame, going numb, feeling nothing. We must feel this. God, people are hurting on the earth. We confess, confess that you've seen what we've done and what we haven't done, our apathy. But God, we wash ourselves in your fountain of forgiveness. And we are delighted to know that your truth is deep in our spirit. And you want to come into the hidden places of our heart and teach us wisdom. Come. Come into the hidden place and teach us wisdom. Thank you, God, for the gift of your fountain. <laughs> <laughs> that no matter how big, how small, you say, get in, get in. It's going to be okay. And in the cleansing, our eyes are clean. The filter and the fog of lies cleans and leaves. And then now we can hear and see. You've called us to good works. To be good and to do good works long before you laid the foundations of the world in place. You had these things in mind, and you want that for us. So we thank you, God. I pray for healing of heart, minds, souls, full healing and restoration, and make us 
of good use on the earth today. Let us walk in repentance and confession and rise in strength and courage that you are King of King and Lord of Lords. We want what you want. Thank you for forgiveness. In Jesus' name, amen.